Hi, welcome to the Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. This podcast is to inspire, support, and build community for mothers raising children with autism. I'm Bridget Shipman, the host and creator of the Mother's Guide Through Autism. This podcast has been inspired by my son, Joseph, who has been living with autism for the past 30 years. Hey, podcast listeners, my book, Mother's Guide Through Autism, co-authored with my son, Joseph, is now available for purchase on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Order your copy today and please leave a review to help spread the word. See you there. Hi, everyone. Welcome to A Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. I am Bridget Shipman, and I'm your host of this program. Today, I'm going to be talking about self-discovery. And I talk about self-discovery in many different ways, but today I'm going to be talking about how you personally can find your own unique way of practicing your own self-discovery work so that you can feel more peaceful, that you can create more joy in your life. And really what self-discovery is all about is just being able to live your life the way you're meant to live it. And that's a lot. I know that sounds big. Just the topic of self-discovery can feel big, depending on where you're at and what you're doing. For myself, I craved to do self-discovery work. I wanted to grow as a person. I wanted to find tools to, to help myself. I remember a time where, and I refer to life challenges that are big as life tsunamis, and I would have them going on many life tsunamis at one time. It wasn't just one life tsunami. Whew, I have that over with. And then, you know, move on to the next one. Sometimes I had many difficult life challenges going on at one time. And I can remember thinking, I really would love to have the time, the space to do self-discovery work. And I just didn't believe that it was possible. But what I have discovered is just as you find different ways um, of doing things for yourself. For example, I'm going to go back to the classroom because you all know if you follow me that that I was a teacher and I wrote curriculum and I would help kids with life skills about the pieces of education of how to really function in society And also what I helped kids do was I helped them find their passions and how they learned so that they could take what their what their education or what they were going to do after high school. And they actually knew what worked for them, how they operated. And so I'm going to apply that that way of thinking to what I'm going to be talking about today, because We are all different and self-discovery is just finding a different way that fits you, your life and how you personally want to move forward and what you want to get out of it. 
So for me, uh, when I started this self-discovery journey, I was craving it again, because I had a lot of life challenges going on, a lot, lot of um, life tsunamis going on at one time. So I found Oprah Winfrey. If you follow me at all, you know, I'm a pretty big fan of hers because when I was in a place that I needed some guidance and I needed to find resources for self-discovery, she was a great resource for that. And in particularly, I loved her program, uh, Super Soul Sunday. I started tuning into that. And what I discovered with that is if I could show up for, for Super Soul Sunday, every Sunday, then that would give me those 45 minutes to an hour where I would be committed to watching that show, learning from the guests that she would have on her show. And also I would gain resources. I didn't have a lot of time to sit down and read back then, but I did find what worked for me. And I discovered Audible and I would find the books that I thought I would be interested in and what I was really searching for at that time for self-growth and how to heal my heart. And I would, while I was doing laundry, folding clothes, I would listen to whatever book that I found through that program. So that started out really small. And I was, what I was trying to do at the time was I was trying to fill myself up and use that, whatever I could, could gain out of that Super Soul Sunday program and apply it to my whole week. And by the time Sunday came around again, I, I was in great need of being filled up. It didn't take long for me to use up what I had filled up on that Sunday. Again, I had a lot of stress at that time, lots going on in my life. And it took maybe half of a day of Monday and I was already drained. So all that beautiful filling myself up that I had just done the day before was gone because what I didn't do was I didn't apply it daily. So that's what I'm going to be talking to you about today is once you find a way or what it is that you want to work on for yourself, and that can be different too, is how can you then practice it daily without it feeling too big? I want to talk a little bit about the, how, how this changed my life J just for a few minutes, because I think it's important to understand that wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, however many life tsunamis that you're challenged with at this time, that you can incorporate some self-compassion and self-discovery is self-compassion work. I began with a program on a Sunday. And then as I grew, read, studied, and figured out through my life coach training how to apply what I had learned, 
I really started healing my heart. And so this practice just grew and grew and grew. And here I am today. Out of this practice, my son and I wrote a book. And one of the most challenging things for me is to sit down and write. I don't consider myself a writer. So it's interesting how that belief has turned into being an author. That's another example of how you can have a belief that just simply isn't true. Like I told my students when I was in the classroom, writing is a skill. So the more you practice it, the better you get. Well, self discovery work is also practice. So the more you practice it, the better you're going to get at it and it's going to become easy and you're going to feel a lot better. So I started discovering that when I sat down to write, I I researched a lot about how everybody else was writing. I I followed some of um, the people that I really like to read, which Elizabeth Gilbert is one of those people. And so I would try different methods. And what I discovered was I am not a person that can schedule writing. I, I just don't operate that way. And that's okay. If I reserve two hours a day to write, that doesn't work for me. And what I discovered was that when I sat down to write, I would get so lost in my writing, so lost in what I was doing, that it was very difficult for me to stop that and just shift myself into a meeting, uh, into whatever other pieces of work that I was working on. And so then my Super Soul Sundays became my writing day. And that worked for me. I would spend my Sundays in that place where I could really give all of me into what I was writing. And as a result, I um, found out that I could become an author, a writer, because I discovered how it worked for me. And uh, through that discovery work, A Mother's Guide Through Autism, that book that just came out on May 15th this year of 2022. That's how that book came to be. And I did it little steps at a time through my self-discovery work and figuring out that I knew how to honor myself, how best it worked for me. And then Joseph joined me and my son is a is a writer, and I would say he is a gifted writer. And I discovered that when he was a student of mine. And so what was really interesting to me is Joseph struggles with expressive language to find the words to express how he's what he's thinking or how he's feeling. Still to this day, he struggles with that. He's much better and he is fluent with any conversation, but he doesn't find the words easily. However, when he writes, his words flow. His words are like art. When a, an artist picks up a paintbrush and begins painting, 
That's how I feel about my son's writing. That's the difference between my son and I. He writes beautifully. When he creates his writing for me, that they are they are like a beautiful beautiful composition, like like a Beethoven in in music. My son is in writing, so he has found that really writing for him is very easy, and I'm amazed at how quickly he can structure a sentence and make it sound so eloquent where I, on the other hand, read it, reread it, right. Edit where Joseph's needs very, very, very little editing. So it's so unique that he can write so beautifully, but speech is still a struggle for him. And that's how I look at anything we do to honor yourself and, and honor how you do things best. That's what self-discovery is all about. It's all about finding your own unique way to grow, to practice self-compassion. So what I'm offering you today is a way to simple way to begin your self discovery practices. And again, I want you to just realize this can look any way that you want it to look. These are small steps that I have found working with my clients work really well. So that's what I'm going to offer you today. And I also want you to think about that self-discovery is essential in how we find peace and how we heal our hearts. So really think about that. Think about that self-discovery is a way that you can become more peaceful and a way to heal your heart. And it is essential. It's essential enough that I'm spending time on it. And now when I go out and begin my self-discovery Sundays, I often will grab my cup of coffee. I will have my little dog, Lily, and my cat, Sebastian, join me on my patio. And I sit in my favorite chair and I just begin with gratitude. I sit in peace. I love listening to the trees. When the wind blows, the branches rustle. I love the sound of trees in the wind. I love looking out up at the sky. I love just sitting in peace and gratitude. And often what will happen next is I'm able to listen and I'm able to find what I want to talk about with this community, what I would like to bring with the intention of healing to you all. And this Sunday was no different. I sat in peace and 
it, it just came to me and I thought I would really like to spend some time on sharing my self-discovery Sundays and my practices with you all, because it has really changed my life and it has really helped me to find peace. I was recently interviewed uh, for a podcast because they wanted to learn more about a mother's guide through autism. And of course, I was thrilled to do the interview. And the young lady at the uh, end of the interview said to me, she said, I am inspired by how peaceful you look. And that really was a a really Mm self-defining moment for me. Because I thought, wow, I look peaceful. And that led me to the reflection and why I'm talking to you about what I'm talking to you about this week is because if you would have known me not that long ago, not even a decade ago, I didn't carry the look of peace with me. I was extremely stressed out. And I was like that all the time. So as you're listening to this podcast, I hope these next five small steps are the beginning to your own self-discovery and that you will give yourself permission and dissolve the belief that you don't have time for this because you do. You just need to find the way that fits you. All right. Well, wherever you are, If you need to grab something to write with, grab it. Or if you're listening to this while you're driving, then or wherever you're at and you're not able to write, it's not safe for you to write, then go ahead and listen to this, these practices, and then tune into this episode again and write it down. So step one is extremely easy. It sounds easy, but this is the key to your practice is to meet yourself where you're at. That sounds simple to meet yourself where you're at, but in fact, it is where most of us struggle to really go there and ask yourself at any given moment, I'm going to take a breath and I'm going to check in with myself. I'm going to see. If I'm honoring myself and how I begin each day. So if you're looking for a practice and it sounds great, but it feels too big, then how can you make that practice smaller? And if you can make whatever practice, and I'm I'm going to recommend a practice, whatever it is, if that feels stressful to you, then that's a sign that you need to make it smaller. So step one, meet yourself where you're at, honor yourself in whatever practice it is that you're going to begin. Step two, I want you to begin with a practice that feels easy to you. For me, it was gratitude. Gratitude was a practice that I could begin that really felt good to me. And it was simple and it wasn't stressful. 
So if you haven't started a gratitude practice, then please go to some of my blogs and some of the other practices that I share um, free to you. Uh, gratitude practice is simple. Just begin with something that feels good that is big or small. Very, very simple is the key. Honor yourself. Step three, continue to meet yourself where you're at and begin your practice. Remember, if a daily practice daily practice feels too big, then make it smaller. I made mine smaller where I began once a week for 45 minutes. And that is how I began because that was what I could do at that time. So I want you to remember to honor yourself and whatever it is, Begin where it feels doable and good and not stressful because my one day a week for an hour a week turned into a daily practice and I practice more than once a day. I can begin my gratitude in the morning to start my day and then I love to end my day with gratitude. That's what I grew into with my daily practices. So meet yourself where you're at and honor yourself as you do your practices. Step four, after you do your daily practice, even if it's for 30 seconds or weekly practice, even if it's for 30 minutes or or even smaller, I want you to notice how you feel. If you begin with a gratitude practice and you come up with one thing or two things or three things that you're grateful for, and you feel into that gratitude, take a moment and check in with yourself and see, just notice, how are you feeling? My hunch is, is that you're going to be feeling much, much lighter than you did before you did your simple gratitude practice. So we're going to step four, notice how you feel. Step five, I personally don't believe we celebrate enough. So I would like for you, even if you show up for 20 seconds for self-discovery and you do a practice for 20 seconds, I want you to celebrate that because showing up is the hardest part of any practice. To, to show up for yourself is a reason to celebrate. And that's the hardest part. So I want you to realize that I understand that self-discovery work takes courage And it's very difficult to show up after you show up and you feel lighter, celebrate, take a moment and just celebrate the fact that you showed up for yourself. And that can look any way that you want to. For me, it's just like, yes, I give myself a high five. You showed up today. Way to go. 
and take that with you and honor that, that you showed up for yourself. I have a quote that I would like to share, and I think it sums this podcast up and what we talked about today about self-discovery very well. Here it is. The story ends up being a journey of self-discovery. Elijah Wood. So that quote for me is a big picture idea of what self-discovery is. Self-discovery is all about finding you, finding the highest version of yourself, finding a way to be more peaceful in your life, to incorporate more joy, because I believe that that's what life is. It is about self-discovery. It is a journey. And if we can spend more time living in joy and peace, then we've really done, done something. And I believe that that is what this message is. So I'm going to read it one more time. If you want to grab something to write with and write this quote down, I think it's a great mantra. The story ends up being a journey of self-discovery. Again, that's from Elijah Wood, and I couldn't agree more. So I'm going to leave you with that quote. I hope, as I intended, that this episode leaves you more inspired, that you feel lighter, and that you're going to honor yourself and begin your own self-discovery practices and journey and grow into more peace and joy. I will see you next week, as always, on our next episode of A Mother's Guide Through Autism. I thank you. I wish you well. And I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and share it on social media. You can download my free guide, Five Things I Wish I Knew Raising My Son with Autism, by going to my website, mothersguidethroughautism.com. Also, please join our Facebook group, Mother's Guide Through Autism, for support. I'm sending you all hope and love. Thanks so much for listening.